Hello all, and welcome to the Next Generation Podcast. I'm your host Ryan, and on this episode will be the review of the Spanish round of Formula 3, looking back at how the race weekend went overall from qualifying and the free races that were contested. This was an absolutely amazing season opener for Formula 3, with action being a plenty. Before I continue, I want to correct myself on something that I said in the preview. I said that the grid for races 1 and 2 would be set by reversing the top 10, when in fact for F3, they reversed the top 12. While a small error on my part, I felt I need to correct myself on it for you guys, the listeners. Now, to properly start off the review of the round is the qualifying report. With qualifying, the session started with Jack Doohan being the first out on track for Trident. Jack Crawford set the first competitive lap time of the session with a 134.510 for high tech. He very soon after is elapsed by one of his teammates, Ayumi Iwasa, for 134.161. Doohan then goes to the top of the times with a 133.580. Clement Novelak for Trident slots into third with a 134.167. Alex Smolier then goes up to second with a 134.044 for ART. He is quickly displaced by his teammate Juan Manuel Correa with a 134.029. Victor Martins for MP Motorsport then slots into third with a 134.035. Arthur Leclerc for Prema gets the closest to Dewan's time so far and into second with a 133.778. Logan Sargent, for Charus, goes to third, with a 133.964. Lorenzo Colombo, for Campos, moves up to fourth, with a 134.024. Matteo Nanini, for HWA, then slots into second, with a 133.605 just 0.025 seconds behind Doohan, the closest anyone has got to Doohan's top time so far in the session. Sargent then goes for another run and remains in fourth despite having a personal best in the second sector. Doohan is finally displaced at the top by Dennis Hauger for Prema, who goes to provisional pole with a 133.138. Not long after, Doohan reclaims pole position with a 133.091. Novalak then goes into third with a 133.458. Hauger then goes back to the top of the times with a 132.904. Doohan, on his last attempt in the session, improves his personal best, but it just isn't enough to claim pole with a 132.910, just 0.006 seconds slower than Hauger. Nanini slots into third, with a 133.113. On his last lap of the session, Victor Martens goes from 23rd to third, with a 132.965, 0.061 seconds behind Hauger. At the conclusion of an incredibly exciting qualifying session for F3, it is Dennis Hauger on pole for Prema, and he claims the first points of the season with that pole position. 
Followed closely behind him is Jack Doohan for Trident in second, narrowly missing out by just six thousandths of a second. Victor Martens is in third for MP Motorsport, Matteo Nanini for HWA is in fourth, Frederick Vesti for ART is in fifth, and rounding off the top six in qualifying is Ollie Caldwell for Prema in sixth. The remainder of the top 12 in qualifying was Clement Novelag for Trident in seventh, Logan Sargent for Sharus in eighth, David Schumacher for Trident in ninth, Keo Collette for MP Motorsport in tenth, Alex Smolier for ART in eleventh, and Johnny Edgar for Carlin in twelfth, and thus on reverse grid pole for race one. Some interesting points to bring up about qualifying are the gap between first and second is 0.006 seconds. The gap between first and third is 0.061 seconds. The gap between first and sixth is 0.280 seconds. The gap between first and twelfth is 0.466 seconds. The gap between 1st and 21st is 0.977 seconds. 1st, 21st, in other words, is within 1 second. The gap between 1st and 30th is 2.228 seconds. The closest gap between teammates is Iwasa and Crawford for high tech in 920th respectively, with 0.011 seconds separating them both. The grid for race 1 with the top 12 is Edgar in 1st, Smolier in 2nd, Colette in 3rd, Schumacher in 4th, Sargent in 5th, Novalak in 6th, Caldwell in 7th, Vesti in 8th, Nanini in 9th, Martens in 10th, Dune in 11th, and Dennis Hauger in 12th. Next up in the review is the race 1 report. As the cars are forming up on the grid, Ido Cohen of Carlin has stopped out on the track. Due to this, the Starler race has had to be imported, and the cars have to go around for another formation lap. Now the race distance is 21 laps because of it, instead of 22. From the start, Edgar from Pole makes a great start, and leads into Turn 1 from Smolia, Colette, Novalak, and Sargent. Edgar crosses the line to lead the first lap of the race. He then sets the fastest lap of the race on lap 3. Smolier, with the assistance of DRS, makes a great overtake on Edgar at the first corner to subsequently take the lead of the race. Caldwell and Vesti have a mini battle for 7th, with Caldwell briefly getting passed for the position, but Vesti takes it back and holds the place. Smolier takes the fastest lap of the race away from Edgar with a 136.665 on the fourth lap of the race. Edgar goes for Smolia at turn one to regain the race lead, but Smolia holds on to the lead relatively comfortably. Vesti on lap six at turn 10 loses it ever so slightly and nearly makes contact with Schumacher. Vesti as a result loses seven to Caldwell and gives a massive advantage of an overtake to Martens who seizes the opportunity at turn 12 to take 8th. On the main straight, Hauga with DRS gets past both Nanini and Martens for 9th. Colwell with DRS gets past Schumacher for 6th. Vesti with the use of DRS tries to make an overtake at turn 1 on Schumacher for 7th, but isn't successful and is disadvantaged for turn 2. Colette 
with the use of DRS, goes around the outside of Edgar at turn 1 and does it successfully. Edgar, determined, fights back for the position, but Colette holds his line and successfully takes second from Edgar into turn 2. Edgar, then on the inside line of turn 3, regains the position he had lost to Colette at the two previous corners. Colette runs wide, and as a result, gifts Novalak third, going to turn 4. Novalak, despite being defended hard by Edgar, darts the other way and around the outside on the approach of turn 1 to take second. Arthur Leclerc comes into the pits due to a left rear puncher whilst running 13th. This all but ruins his race, and significantly disadvantages him for race 2. Colette, with the use of DRS on the main straight, goes around the outside of Edgar for third and the final place on the podium. Schumacher at turn 1 makes an overtake on Nanini for 10th. Sargent, with the use of DRS, makes a move on Edgar for 4th. Oliver Rasmussen, for HWA, runs over a sausage curb on the approach towards the final corner and runs off the track, into the gravel trap and brings out both the yellow flag and subsequently, subsequently the safety car later in the lap. The race ends under, under the safety car, with Smolia winning the first race of the F3 season and his first F3 race victory for ART. Novalak finishes in second for Trident to claim his second podium in F3, and Colette on his debut in F3 finishes in third for MP Motorsport. Sargent finishes in fourth for Chirouse to claim the team's best ever result in F3. Edgar the pole sitter finishes in fifth for Carlin, and to round off the top six is Ollie Corwell for Prema. The remainder of the top 12 in race 1 was Vesti in seventh for ART, Hauger in 8th for Prema, Martens in 9th for MP Motorsport, Nanini in 10th for HWA, the final point scorer for Race 1, Schumacher in 11th for Trident, and Enzo Fittipaldi in 12th for Chirouz, and as a result of finishing there is on reverse grid pole for Race 2. The fastest lap of the race went to Alex Smolia with a 136.665 on the fourth lap of the race to claim an extra two points to his championship total because of it. The grid for race two with the top 12 is Fittipaldi in first, Schumacher in second, Nanini in third, Martens in fourth, Hauger in fifth, Festi in sixth, Caldwell in seventh, Edgar in eighth, Sargent in 9th, Colette in 10th, Novalak in 11th, and Alex Smolia in 12th. Next up is the Race 2 report. Fittipaldi makes a great start and leads into Turn 1 from Schumacher, Nanini, Martens, and Hauger. Smolia on the entry to Turn 2 loses it and collects Sargent in the process. Both are out of the race, and for the second race in a row, the safety car is deployed. Novalak, by no fault of his own, was boxed in at turn 1, made the slightest contact with Smolia that caused Smolia to lose it because of a puncher, which eliminated both himself and Sargent on lap 1. As the safety car came in at the end of lap 4, the top 10 were Fittipaldi, Schumacher, Nanini, Martens, Hauger, Cordwell, Vesti, Edgar, Novalak, and Iwasa. 
Novalak defends his ninth from Iwasa at turn 10. He does so with Iwasa going wide in the process, and Novalak getting slightly loose at turn 11. He is able to hold off Colette, who got past Iwasa and into 10th. Fittipaldi sets the fastest lap of the race on lap 5 with a 137.296. Doohan, with the use of Slipstream, gets past Correa at turn 1 for 14th. Fittipaldi again sets the fastest lap with a 137.130 on lap 6. Caldwell, with the use of DRS, breezes past Martens for 5th. Hauger displaces field power of the fastest lap with a 136.973 on lap 10 of the race. Schumacher is finally able to get past field power and into the lead of the race at turn 1. At the beginning of lap 12 via braking late and DRS. Fittipaldi attempts to regain the lead of the race, but Schumacher is able to hold him off for the time being. Fittipaldi on the next lap goes around the outside at turn 1 for the lead, but Schumacher holds it and he goes slightly off the circuit going into turn 2. Fittipaldi makes contact with Schumacher and sends him into the gravel trap and unfortunately ends his race. As a result of this, Nanini goes into the lead with Hauger soon after, soon after gets past Fittipaldi for second. Because of the Fittipaldi slash Schumacher incident, the safety car is deployed for the second time in this race. And coincidentally, also for an accident at turn 2 with at least one driver in the gravel trap and out of the race. Schumacher, after having a great race and potentially could have won the race and got his first points in F3 is unfortunately out of no fault of his own out of the race. It was in fact no one's fault entirely and simply a hard-fought racing incident between two determined youngsters going for their first F3 win. During the safety car period, Fittipaldi slows and eventually grinds to a halt at turn 4 due to an electrical issue with the car. He is also out of the race, making him the fourth retirement of the race from Schumacher, Sargent, and Smolier. With the safety car coming at the end of lap 17, the top 10 are Nanini, Hauger, Corwell, Martens, Vesti, Novelak, Colette, Edgar, Iwasa, and Duan. Nini, whilst being challenged for the lead, holds off Hauger going to turn 1. Hauger, with the use of DRS, goes for the lead at turn 1 on Nini. Nanini holds it around the outside and they make contact with each other, with, with him being spun around and directly facing the front of Hauger. Unfortunately for Hauger, with nowhere else to go, makes further contact with the front of Nanini and subsequently damages both his and Nanini's front wing. Due to this, Caldwell inferred does a Stephen Bradbury. If you don't know who Stephen Bradbury is, just look him up on YouTube and you will see exactly what I mean by that. And takes the lead of the race, with Martens moving up to second, Vesti to third, Novalak to fourth, and Colette to fifth. Nanini and Hauger massively lose out and drop multiple positions due to the incident and eventual damage received. On the final lap of the race, with the use of DRS, Martens attempts to go around the outside of Colwell at turn 1 for the lead, but runs out of room and is forced off the track. 
at the completion of race two, after a drama-filled race with non-stop action throughout it, it is Ollie Colwell for Prema as your winner to claim his maiden F3 win, with Victor Martens in second for MP Motorsport, Frederick Vesti in third for ART, Clement Novelak in fourth for Trident, and Keo Collette in in fifth for MP Motorsport to round off the top five. The remainder of the top ten for race two was Johnny Edgar in sixth for Carlin, Ayumi Iwasa in seventh for High Tech, Jack Dewan in eighth for Trident, Jack Crawford in ninth for High Tech, and one one Manuel Correa in tenth for ART, and in just his second competitive race back since August 2019, scores a point on his return to racing. Amazing job. The fastest lap of race two went to Dennis Hauger with a 136.973 on lap 10 of the race to claim an extra two points for his championship. The grid for race three with the top 12 is Hauger in first, Dewan in second, Martens in third, Nanini in fourth, Vesti in fifth, Colwell in sixth, Novelak in seventh, Sergeant in 8th, Schumacher in 9th, and Colette in 10th, Smolia in 11th, and Johnny Edgar in 12th. The, the, up next is the race free report. The front two rows make a great getaway from the grid, and going into the approach to turn 1, a 4 wide with pole sitter Hauger. Wean out and leads for Martens, Duin, Nanini, and Vesti. On the entry to turn eight, Rafael Villa Gomez runs wide and slightly into the gravel. He loses some positions, but nevertheless keeps going in the race. The top ten after the first lap of the race are Hauger, Martens, Nanini, Duin, Corwell, Sargent, Novelak, Vesti, Colette, and Schumacher. Hauger sets the fast lap of the race with a 136.643 on the second lap. Lorenzo Colombo comes into the pits on lap 3 due to a left rear puncher. Even though he wasn't really in a battle with the top 20, this all but ruins his race due to an unscheduled pit stop. He also goes a lap down to add to his troubles. With the use of DRS, Leclerc makes a late breaking move on Edgar at turn 10 for 14th. Duin with the use of DRS makes an overtake on Martens well before turn 1 to take the final spot on the podium for third. Nanini on the team radio is told about Duin behind, who is within DRS range of him. Nanini politely replies back to his race engineer to shut up please. Kalen Frederick whilst battling with Villa Gomez, clips his right rear tyre on Villa Gomez's front wing. They both go off the track, and as a result of them coming together, Villa Gomez has damage to his front wing, and Frederick coming out of it worse off with a right rear puncher. They both had to come into the pits as a consequence for repairs. Duan with DRS, makes a late-breaking move on Nanini at turn 1 for second. Villa Gomez, for forcing Amori Cordiel off the circuit, receives a 5 second penalty to add to his already ruined race. Corwell, with the use of DRS, gets past Martens for 4th. 
Novalak, with the use of GRS, is able to comfortably get past Sergeant for six. Vesti, with the use of DRS, breaks late at the approach to turn one and gets past Sergeant for seventh. The reason as to why Sergeant lost sixth and seventh, despite having DRS, is that he ran off the track due to having too much momentum onto the main straight from the last corner. And he went into the gravel ever so slightly, but enough to significantly disadvantage him from the cars directly behind him on the track. With the use of DRS on the final lap, Colette is able to get past Sergeant for 8th. At the end of the final race of the weekend, it is Hauger as your race winner for Prema to claim his first FRE race victory with a lights to flag victory. Absolute domination on his part. He wasn't even threatened for the race lead after the first lap. In second was Duan for Trident to claim his maiden podium in F3. In third was Nanini for HWA to get his second F3 podium. In fourth was Caldwell for Prema and to round off the top five. In fifth was Martens for MP Motorsport. The remainder of the top ten for race three was, in sixth, was Novalak for Trident. In seventh was Vesti for ART. In 8th was Colette for MP Motorsport. In 9th was Sergeant for Chiroos. In 10th was Stanek for High Tech. The fast lap of race 3 also went to Dennis Hauger with a 136.643 on lap 2 of the race to claim 2 points for his championship. I said before, I want to correct myself for something, I said before that he also got points in race 2, but... He didn't because he finished out of the top 10 and you can only score points with with the fastest lap if you're in the top 10. Next up is the championship standings. The top 5 in the championship after round 1 at Spain are first is Dennis Hauger on 34 points. Second, Oli Caldwell, 32 points. Third, Clement Novelac, 28 points. Fourth, Victor Martens, 24 points. Fifth, Jack Dewan, 21 points. The top five in the championship after round one at Spain are In first, Prema on 66 points. In second, Trident on 49 points. In third, MP Motorsport on 44 points. Fourth, ART on 38 points. In fifth, HWA on 16 points. Now the awards for the round. The driver of the round goes to three drivers because choosing just one standout is incredibly difficult to do. The first one has got to go to Dennis Hauger. The reasoning behind this is that he was honestly so very good throughout the weekend, whether it was his overtakes or his race finishes, excluding race two. He fully solidified his position within the Formula 3 championship fight and is currently leading it. His performance in race 3 was absolutely brilliant from start to finish, was truly the class above the rest throughout the race. Second one has to go to Ollie Caldwell, who remained very consistent throughout the entire race weekend, unlike with Hauger, also solidified his position within the F3 championship fight. Watch out for Caldwell this season in my opinion. And the third one goes to Clement Novalak. Even though he didn't win during the round, unlike Caldwell and Hauger, he remained incredibly consistent and within the top 10 throughout the weekend, to only be 4 points away from the championship lead in Formula 3. The 
The overtake of the round has got to go to Alex Smolio on Johnny Edgar during race one for the race winning overtake. While a lot of people are not fans of the drag reduction system, or DRS, for what people deem to be an artificial assistant for drivers in their overtakes. It is how they use it, the drivers, that makes it work, in my opinion. And Smolia used it beautifully, in my opinion, on Edgar, whilst he broke a little bit later into the corner, and most importantly, completing a clean overtake without either driver making contact and subsequently sustaining damage. A special mention has got to go to Juan Manuel Correa on his remarkable return to motorsport for the first time since 2019. He overall had a somewhat quiet weekend from a race point of view, but his return to a racetrack was massively anticipated, and in my opinion, he did a great job in his return to score a point in just his second race back. The fact that he is still alive is truly amazing in every sense. But the fact that he has been able to return to racing in the first place, knowing what had happened to him, is just absolutely unbelievable to witness. Welcome back to Motorsport 1, Manuel. We're glad you're here. To end off the episode, thank you also very much for listening to this episode of the Next Generation Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. And until the next episode in two weeks, in which will be the preview of the Monaco round for F2, all the absolute very best, and I'll see you all next time.